Hello and welcome to another edition of The Rouse Review. I'm your city manager, Dan Hoffman, and with me is Amy Simmons, communications director. Hello, Amy. Hello, Dan. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. It's uh, Last week was pretty nice. We had one rainy day, mm-hmm. but it's, it's starting to get a little cooler. It's starting to feel like fall, finally. It's starting to feel like fall. I'm looking forward to it. Spring and fall are my favorites. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. They're the prettiest. They are the prettiest. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, couple we're going to go through the agenda for tomorrow night's meeting we unlike the last meeting which was uh we were blessed with a relatively light agenda the next couple meetings are going to be very full uh so a few things you should be aware about uh, if you want to come out and participate uh so we're going to go over that in just a minute uh otherwise i think the big thing that a lot of you are uh, experiencing right now is the trash cans are getting delivered yay yes we're very excited about it uh so the one thing i want to remind everybody of is that um, there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. Mm-hmm. We are by far not the first city to do this. In fact, we're probably one of the last. And uh, this is something that, you know, yeah, there might be a little bit of an adjustment to your routine, but it really is going to uh, improve the overall efficiency of the system and reduce litter and create a safer environment for uh not just our employees, but residents as well. Mm-hmm. So having loose bags of trash out, uh, overflowing cans, rodents. You know, rodents. Mm-hmm. I mean, this there's bigger benefits here that you know I want to just keep reminding people about. But your cans, uh, if you haven't already gotten it, because they started last week, mm-hmm. uh, your cans should be uh, at your at curb. your curb mm-hmm. very soon. So um, if you do run into any issues, maybe you didn't get the right size can, or maybe you have some questions about where to store it or what, or what to do with your old cans, uh, feel free to go to our website uh, or talk to public services, Mike Neese or Perry Eisenach. Uh, if you, um, not Perry Eisenach, because <laughs> I've been sending them to Perry for the for the more complicated ones. Well, the complicated ones, ones probably, but uh, public works can help. There's a... Mike, Mike Neese can take care yeah. of 99%, yes. but occasionally the calls I get yes. are... They didn't get the answer they wanted from Mike, <laughs> so they think they're going to get a different answer from Perry. Right. Um, but if they just want a different card size, we have yes. information for that. All that can be done. Yeah. But if you have a special situation, right. you know, for there example, you if if you do have serious mobility issues, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we we will accommodate that. Like we we will make sure that uh, you know this is not any kind of barrier mm-hmm. for somebody that maybe has some type of physical limitation. Of course, we will provide additional customer service in that, in those situations. Um, I hear a lot of people sometimes though saying that, <clears throat> Oh, they're, I can't move them around. They're too big and heavy. They're on wheels. <laughs> they roll. Uh, if you were carrying, um, your trash to the curb, this is no more difficult than carrying probably less difficult than carrying your trash to the curb. Uh, and I can safely say these things are, they're built pretty tough. Very sturdy. Very yes. sturdy. And they roll very nicely. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I, there are very few cans you can get at uh, Lowe's or Home Depot that are as heavy duty as these cans. So I think everybody, once you get adjusted to it, uh, you're going to love it. And you never have to buy a trash can again. So And they come labeled. I had a few questions about mm-hmm. can we label them? Can we spray paint them? Please don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> we have their address already on them when yep. they arrive, so you will know which which can is yours. Absolutely. Please don't spray paint. Yes, Not please. only is it ugly, but it's unnecessary. It's a brand new cart. It's a brand new cart. <laughs> um, so yeah, keep it. Keep an eye out for that. I hope everybody enjoys uh, their new can. 
Uh, now, tomorrow night, like I said, we've got a full agenda. So uh, I want to roll through the agenda real quick just so everybody knows uh, what's being discussed. A few things on consent, just general resolutions. Although we have a packed agenda, we actually have no public hearings. Really? That's a first. <clears throat> yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, we're going to make up for it in the next meeting. Yeah, they'll come up later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So public hearings, we do public hearings for uh, a variety of different things, you know, second readings, mm -hmm. uh, conditional use permits. You know, there, there are a few things where we actually have to have a public hearing. And all that means if you're in a meeting is that uh, we allow for public comment, a special segment of public comment during... Uh, when that item is heard, right. specifically so the public can speak about that item. We also mm -hmm. po uh, post something publicly that we're having the public hearing. So that's, um, but we have none of those uh, on Tuesday. We'll have a bunch uh, at our meeting afterwards. Um, and then kind of significant things for people to be aware of. Uh, first off, uh, we do have some first readings. So first readings become second readings. So all these are gonna become public hearings in the, in the next meeting. Um, one of the ones that's been talked about a lot recently, uh, and you, you might have noticed it in the paper, uh, short-term rentals, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Airbnbs, but you know they can be any of the online rental companies. Uh, we are finally, finally getting some updated and more realistic regulations uh, related to Airbnbs. Uh, it's come out of the Planning Commission where it was publicly discussed and there was ability for public comment. Uh, it went through our Planning and Economic Development Committee of the Council, where again, public comment, ability to speak on the topic and hear, hear the conversation. It's now moving to full, uh, full council for first reading. Uh, so I anticipate that to go smoothly. Mm -hmm. um, but again, another opportunity uh, to be heard. Also up uh, is we are buying a building. So the building that the Department of Social Services is in, uh, we rent that building mm -hmm. um, at a significant cost. Uh, and uh, our lease is about up, uh, probably got a little over a year left uh, on the lease. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are uh, we have proposed to purchase the building, which is going to save us money. And, uh, you know, net, it's going to save us, you know, probably close to six figures every year. So wow. uh, we're, we're very pleased, um, you know, just like any member of the public, uh, you know, you're financially, we're, it's, it's better to own mm -hmm. than to rent. Right. Uh, so we are excited about this purchase. And I know our Department of Social Services is excited about it as well. We will have some tenants, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in this situation as well. And we in, we're not pushing out any tenants. They're still going to be our tenants, and we're looking forward to providing them with, uh, you know, I would say even better service uh, in terms of property management and maintenance. Also on the agenda, a couple of land use issues along South Pleasant Valley and Hockman Avenue. Uh, nothing that at least that I think is too controversial there. Uh, a few things related to the city code regarding taxation that the Commissioner of Revenue will be bringing up. Uh, we also have, um, if you see, if this number seems large to you, uh, $14 million, uh, this is money that was already proposed and approved in our last budget. We're now just taking the action of actually borrowing the $14 million to go into the capital improvement projects that we proposed in the budget. And then finally, we will have uh, a brief update on the strategic plan. We've been getting final bits of feedback from the city council, and uh, hopefully we'll be on the home stretch to getting that approved at the, the meeting immediately following this. 
So um, that is your meeting. There is no work session. Right. So if you're sticking around wanting more meeting, then uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> next time. <clears throat> next next time. Next time we will have all those first readings turn into to second reading public hearings. So uh, next meeting will be full as well. Uh, okay. So today we are talking to uh, Scott Kensinger, mm -hmm. uh, our emergency manager. Right. Um, but Scott also oversees our drone program. Um, so... And radio program, but we're not talking about that today. We're not talking about that. Right. Not radio program as in like Public safety FM radios. or AM, <laughs> but like, you know, the big fancy uh, walkie-talkie kinds of radios that you guys see uh, that very are police important. and fire yep. use. So yeah, actually, you know what? Um, incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I say walkie-talkies. We didn't like go to Radio Shack <laughs> Absolutely and, not. And, and buy some walkie-talkie. You know, these radio systems are incredibly expensive, but they are really the, you know, part of the mm -hmm. lifeblood of public safety. Uh, if they can't communicate, if they're not interoperable, uh, you know, it, it becomes a life safety issue. Now, we have other jurisdictions that may not have the radio coverage that we have. Granted, we're, we're blessed by being a smaller, Small, we're yeah. a little over nine square miles, uh, so we don't have to have, you know, dozens of tower sites. But in more uh, rural jurisdictions, I mean, it's, it's not uncommon for, you know, firefighters to get into a dead spot where their radios don't connect and they have to use their cell phones. You know, it, it's, we had that before this new system, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. Uh, these are critical things. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you can end up spending millions of dollars on it. And if, uh, we will probably starting next year, begin to replace, uh, the, the radios, mm -hmm. uh, themselves. I mean, that's, that alone will be probably a little over a million dollars. Um, and we don't need any tower sites where we're covered in terms of that. But, you know, if you're a jurisdiction, you got to add a tower site or you've got to upgrade the system, uh, as a whole, I mean, we're talking yeah. millions and millions we of dollars. We did that not so long ago. Yeah, yeah. It so was a big ordeal. It's a big, big undertaking. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways, uh, I digress. So, Scott oversees <laughs> the radio, our public safety radios, and actually, I think Wintran uses them. Yep. Uh, every, you know, uh, public Works. Public Works mm -hmm. uses them. Um, so, he oversees that and our drone Drones. program. Mm -hmm. um, so, let's go ahead and uh, call him in. Hi, Scott. Hi, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the studio. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, okay, so today we're going to talk about our drone program. Now, uh, there's a lot of... I, I know the general public has started to move past the old idea of what a drone is. Because 10 years ago, when we all heard about drones, we thought of the big fixed-wing, you know, weaponized ones that were flying over, you know killing terrorists in the Middle East somewhere. Yikes. Uh, yeah. That's not what we have, of course. Uh, but uh, these days, they've become so common that, I mean, they're Christmas presents. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I remember the first, in Montgomery County, when we first started using drones, uh, folks thought that we had gotten these big, like, fixed-wing flying things that were going to be flying around spying at people. And we... We were talking about the little quadcopter things. They hadn't become a big deal yet. And we knew that they were going to be the big Christmas presents for the for the coming years. These would be very popular Christmas presents, and we'd just see more and more of them proliferating. Mm -hmm. So now I think, by and large, most of the public understands that when we're using a drone, we're using one of those little, little guys with four uh, rotors that has a camera on top. I mean... 
I think half the weddings these days have drone <laughs> yeah. photography. So they're so commonplace that I don't think anybody, I, granted, if there's any of you out there that are still concerned about our use of drones, no, they're not the big military ones. Uh, so without out of the way, we use drones that I think most people are familiar with. Um, mm-hmm. Except ours have a few extra bells and whistles. Yeah. Tell us what kind of drones we use. So to your point about uh, the the popularity of drones, um, back in 2016, the federal government started looking at how how these are becoming more popular in mm-hmm. the community, and they're concerned about the national airspace mm-hmm. and these flying with man, you know, with man traffic. Yeah. So yeah, uh, commercial off the shelf drones are so popular; they're cheap. Um, but then you get into the drones like what we have, mm-hmm. uh, where we add bells and whistles to them, such as uh, infrared mm-hmm. thermography. Um, we're we're utilizing two flavors right now. One is a DJI brand, which is a Chinese-made mm-hmm. uh, drone, and then we have new ones that are they're coming out from the United States um, that are they're getting smaller and they're getting more advanced to where mm-hmm. safety is becoming a mute point. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certainly a lot of laws out there in general, you know, peeping Tom laws and oh, yeah. flying or trespassing over properties and things like that. There are laws out there that govern this as mm-hmm. well as you know if you were standing on the ground so our drone program is growing uh, to a point where um, we're being utilized a lot more by our public safety and our public mm-hmm. services so when give us an example of if the police department calls you and says hey we need a drone what do they typically need support for uh in the most recent past uh it's been for um Barricaded subjects. Hmm. It's it's for tracking uh, suspects. It's for providing overwatch for our officers, mm-hmm. like a safety mm-hmm. uh, providing that safety net. Um, so we've gone out on a few of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've spoken with the police department on what we can and can't do okay. as far as uh, the ordinances and laws that are are established. But um, anything that they call us for, we'll we'll let them know if we mm-hmm. can fly or not based on the FAA rules. Gotcha. In general terms, what are the FAA rules? So, four hundred feet maximum flight. Okay. Um, now there's some caveats to that if we're close to a building. Up or just away up, in general. Up. Okay. Away in general is we cannot go beyond visual line of sight. We okay. always have to maintain uh, vision. Um, can't fly over people. Can't fly over people. Can't fly over moving cars. Really? Mm-hmm. Distraction for cars. But for people, these the rotors are so are powerful enough that they can cut you and mm-hmm. an object flying, you know, falling out of the sky that may weigh 8 to 10 pounds could hurt somebody. Yeah. How much do ours weigh? Are they 8 to 10 pounds? Our biggest one is almost 10 pounds, and oh, our wow. smallest one is maybe... <laughs> my little, my little her, maverick. Amy's little <laughs> one is about a pound and a half. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we can't fly over people, but we must fly over people at some point to, you know, whether we're doing overwatch or whether we're, you know, helping them track a suspect. Uh, so when is that rule flexible? It, it really isn't flexible unless you obtain a waiver from the FAA. Oh. And that's very hard to get okay. uh, for flying over people because you have to, you have to prove safety. Okay. And that's what they're concerned about is the safety of, of the people on the ground. Although... Um, 
in our operations with the camera systems that we have on the drones, mm-hmm. we're able to stand off okay. from being right on top of people, and we can zoom in. Yeah, camera's needed. awesome. Yeah, the cameras gotcha. are, are high definition cameras, uh, video and still photography. So mm-hmm. it's we, so Amy uses them yeah. uh, mm-hmm. all the time. You're one of our trained drone pilots. Mm-hmm. She is. Uh, you use it for general communication stuff. And, and yeah, we just like to take pretty pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hey. <laughs> We get some great photos, uh, and it saves us some money because we don't have to hire someone for exactly. a lot of the footage that we use for diff- exactly. different communications. Mm-hmm. How did Amy tell me about the process of getting you certified, licensed? Yeah, what we have a th- license pilot pilot license, basically. You do? Yeah, like with a photo and everything. Sure, not a photo. But <laughs> yeah, no photo. I do have a card. Yeah, she has a, I was a card. Caitlin does too. I take yeah, a look at it. Yeah, <laughs> we both have one. We went through the training. How many months was it? Did we train? Oh, six heavens. months. Yeah, it, yeah. It was a long process, so and very involved in a lot of laws. We had to learn about weather the same mm-hmm. way that man aircraft pilots have to mm-hmm. to oh, learn wow. about weather, and um, that was a little overwhelming to me. So they don't school. get struck by lightning <laughs> or what? Just you don't want to send something up if the weather's not right, because then mm-hmm. it could cause you know someone to get hurt or okay. you could lose mm-hmm. it, damage it. So there's um, a lot of things to remember. And know every time you go up. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of regulations, a lot of things you have to document. So it was a lot of training. It, it was a little overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> but we had to maintain that, what, every two years? Every two years you yeah. have to recertify. Yeah. Yeah, How long have we had drones? Has so the city been using February drones? of 2018, council approved our okay. program. And initially it was um, it was proposed to them as uh, support for public safety. Okay. And... Um, at the time, the city manager uh, said, "Let's let's broaden this and mm-hmm. make it for all public services, cool. all of city services." And it, I'm glad we did that because mm-hmm. yeah. it has really opened up a lot of yeah. lot of arenas for us. Now we did have some mishaps in the early days. We have of the program. <laughs> <laughs> the rumor is: is there still a drone out in Wilkins Lake somewhere? No, we rec- we, oh, we read that. We got yeah. it back. Okay. We we have it, and it will hang on a wall at some point. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> It happens. Yes, it does. Um, but these days, so we've got how many in the fleet, so to speak? Right now we have five. Okay. And we are scheduled to have five more in the very near future. Awesome. Yeah. And the uh, how many licensed pilots do we have? We At this point, we have 10. Oh, great. And we have another class beginning in November, mm-hmm. and we're, we're seeking more city employees to join the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as, you know, it's applicable to, to their, their job. Their job, yeah. So we let the department heads figure that part out. So we just approved uh, some more money for the program using yeah. our American Rescue Plan funds. Uh, what kinds of equipment are we getting with that? So we were ordering um, five more drones. Uh, one is for precision mapping mm-hmm. for GIS. Uh, two are for public safety uh, that have thermal imaging capabilities. Mm-hmm. And two are for our SWAT team for indoor flying. Oh, cool. Uh, Low-level indoor flying. Yeah. Very cool. So we're excited. And w- and we've got something coming up in September where the public might see some more drones flying around. What's that all about? We do. We're working with the Virginia Flight Information Exchange. That's part of the, um, the Center for Innovative Technology. And um, we're developing test scenarios for uh, using drones, mm-hmm. utilizing drones uh, to to enhance our city services or all kind of automate our city services. Mm-hmm. Um, so on September 20th, the whole week of September 20th, um, 
we have some scenarios laid out, and one of uh, one of the scenarios is to uh, utilize the water meter, mm-hmm. the, the wireless water meter on a drone to see if we can do that autonomously. Second one is precision mapping. Uh, third one is um, energy loss calculations over older structures, so mm. we can we can look at possibly getting grant funding to upgrade buildings. Uh, we're going to use trees, trees mm-hmm. for the arborist. Oh, cool! Uh, testing or looking at um, health management. Of can they detect spotted lanternflies? Uh, I don't think they can do that. <laughs> I wish that would be amazing. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, we can't eradicate from, oh, <laughs> from the we drone can't either. Spray so. with them. We could have dropped something on them. Though. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're we're really um, really looking forward to that. There's a company that is working with the CIT and. Um, they're they're going to be conducting the operations throughout the city, so you might yeah in certain neighborhoods certain neighborhoods mm-hmm. you might see drones flying in the air. Very cool. Anything else uh, we should know about some smart city stuff we're doing? Or yeah, drones? yeah. Smart cities. Uh, we're really again with the CIT and um, the what flight is, information. Did you say what CIT stands for? Uh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Center for Center Innovative, for Te- Innovative Technology. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. Okay, um, I could remember if you said yeah, that. Yeah, we're working with them uh, to provide some sensors, mm-hmm. different types of sensors in the city, one being uh, flood sensors. We cool. we were able to deploy two flood sensors right at right when Hurricane or Tropical Storm Ida came through, and mm-hmm. we were able to see, really get, get some good data. In Town Run somewhere? Town Run, Abrams Creek, and we have two more going in today, actually. Oh, wow. One at Hogue. Hogue Run okay. at the end at the south southern side of the city, and then another one on Abrams Creek, and that's going to help uh, our city engineer with the uh, for uh, stormwater for stuff, yeah, stormwater stuff and the flood insurance program that we maintain. Oh, very cool. So it, it's really good data. Awesome. And we, you know, that all that data goes back into a, a generalized database where we can see it on a dashboard, mm-hmm. and we can look at all the sensors throughout the Commonwealth and and just look at you know what water is doing, yeah, you know, in the community. Very we cool. have that. Um, we're going to be implementing um, some weather sensors. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, we're going to get into uh, road temperature sensing for, hmm. so that we can determine whether to apply chemicals or oh. salt or oh, Justin's going to love that. And, and yeah. yeah. So we're, we're looking at that. Um, there's, there's, uh, aviation sensing to where we, we can track all the aircraft that's going mm-hmm. over ahead of us mm-hmm. so that we can also apply that to, you know, our operations as we use drones more and more in the city. Very so, cool. Yeah. It's a, a lot of good technology. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for stopping in, uh, bringing us up to speed on this. Absolutely. Uh, and if somebody wanted to know a little bit more about what we're doing, do we have any of this on the website? We do not. We, we do need not. to. We need yeah. to yeah. get We've that talked out about on the that. website. All right. Which we can you guys get on that. We're All getting right. on it. We'll and, and, uh, and, of course, if you have any, any questions about drones or uh, where they're allowed, you know, and I'm going to go ahead and appoint Amy uh, as the person to answer your questions. Uh, you can fi- easily find Amy on the city's website. All right. Thank you very much, Scott. Thank you. Have a good day. See you flying. All right. So that was Scott. <laughs> um, we should have him back at some point to talk about the radios, emergency radios and a general emergency oh, yeah. management stuff. We don't talk enough about that. Yeah, we, you're right. Maybe coming up into, I mean, we don't really get, although Ida kind of, 
we still got the remnants of Ida. We don't really get hurricanes here. Uh, it's, that it's winter it's that winter. we need to talk about. Yeah, exactly. So maybe leading up to uh, snow season, we'll have him talk a little bit about the EOC and um, the Emergency Operations Center and what kind of that emergency management apparatus involves. So okay, excellent. All right, Amy, uh, what do we have coming up that people should know about? Well, you talked about the trash carts. That was one of the things I want to talk Sorry about. Sorry to steal your thunder. I know. It's all right. <laughs> but um, one thing I wanted to mention that we didn't talk about earlier in the podcast was um, another question that we get is, when do I start using my new can? Mm-hmm. And immediately. 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 So uh, stop using your old can and we can pick it up if you no longer want it. Mm-hmm. We hope you reuse it for recycling or yard waste. But if mm-hmm. you no longer want it, set it out at the curb on your collection day empty of course uh with a sign or a note that says do you want to throw it away and our crew will pick it up throw away just put a big old uh something maybe not a post-it note that's going to blow off in the night but put something on it that says throw away and they Mm -hmm. will take it and get rid of it um i've got two cans that are relatively new that i'm thrilled to have an extra can Uh, i'm going to put one will be for my yard waste uh one will be for you know kind of my in my shed like you I'm excited to be able to move those to other parts uh, of my of my house. Um, I wonder if you can turn it in if it has a lid. I wonder if you can turn it into like a ring barrel or something. Well, have to good, ask our engineer. Mike, that's a good Mike Neese question. Yeah, I bet Mike would know. And Kelly also she does how to make a ring barrel training. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, but I don't know if you can use a trash can. Hmm. Or maybe. for composting, maybe. Composting, I bet you you could. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to probably punch a few holes in it. Yeah. Anyways, okay. cool. I'm well, sure there's plenty of, of different things, but uh, I, I trust that everybody in the city is smart enough to figure figure out what to do with the trash can they don't want. But if they don't want to figure it out, they want to get rid of it, we'll pick it up. Just we'll let pick us it know. up, yeah. Um, another question, not that question, we talked about contacting Public Works if they have questions. So that number is uh, 540-667-2106. Mm-hmm. And the email we're still using is cartsize hmm. at winchesterva.gov. So if you want to swap out a can, Mm-hmm. Or if you have a question, you can just email that and somebody will get right back to you. So the outdoor pool has closed for the season officially. Oh. Yep. But the indoor pool has reopened. Wonderful. Today's the day. So uh, renovations have been completed and now the indoor pool is open for lap swimming, therapeutic swim, general swim, and aqua fitness classes. So the okay. web- schedule's on the website. Great. And last but not least, um, have we talked about the two assistance programs for water, past due water bills? I know we have one. I don't think we've talked about it on this show. Yeah, we have two programs. We have one that will directly pay for all or some of the past due bill. If you've been impacted by COVID, you just have to apply and let us know that. And then the other one is a payment plan that you can do either a 24, 12, or a six-month program. And there's one form. You just Mm -hmm. tell us which way you want to go. You could do both. And we need to get everybody called up because October 1st, uh, we're going to start water shutoffs so many ways for you to get assistance Um, you know I I say this without exaggeration there's really no reason for someone's water to get shut off uh, at this point we've got hundred literally hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting ready to help those who need it and this is Uh, our second program is it second time we've done it so and I know COVID has hit a lot of folks hard Uh, and even with Delta you know there's still cause for concern about the impact of Delta on the economy, but our unemployment numbers are low. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can't, you can't 
go down any street in this city without seeing you know, higher, you know, hiring, hiring signs, yeah. signs that people are hiring. So, um, but if you are in a situation where you need help, there is help available. And we want to provide that help. Uh, we want to provide that uh, to you. So make sure you, if you are in that situation, uh, please go check out the resources that are made available to you. Yep. We have um, friendly staff that are willing to help in any way they can. And the online application is at winchesterva.gov utilities. So apply now. Hopefully get in. The shutoffs won't happen unless you're not on a payment plan mm-hmm. or unless you're not adhering to the payment plan. So as long as you can get on it and you can stay yep. current, nothing's going to happen. And we're going to work with anybody as best we can. It's not like we're just going to immediately start shutting things off. Absolutely. If if you're if it gets shut off, it's because you have the person has not made the attempt exactly to try to get some assistance because mm-hmm. assistance is available. Exactly. And that's all I have. Alrighty. Yeah. Uh, so I hope to see some folks out at the meeting uh, tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, you say some good things if you want. Uh, but of course. <laughs> Citizen com- public comment is uh, for anybody who wants to be heard. So hopefully I'll see a few guys, a few guys out tomorrow night. Uh, and until then, see you around City Hall.